This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. It's Tom back with Uma and Ezra. 0377109000 is the number to call. Uh, you can WhatsApp us. Uh, Uma will be taking note of all of your messages. 0187898899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Of course, um, you know, there's a little bit uh, of traffic happening uh, due to the, the, the rain. The constant and, rain. And, of course, you know, it's the first, um, you know, well, second week of the year. And uh, on Tom back today, we're going to be discussing one of our most loved pastimes. In fact, two uh, uh, eating late and getting fat. Uh, according to a report by the health journal The Lancet, uh, Malaysians have been ranked the most obese nation in Asia. Now, considering our diets, which are rich in fat and sugar, plus our sedentary lifestyles, uh, I hardly think that this was surprising. No. Uh, on that note, the health ministry has also been working overtime to make sure that we get our dimpled butts off the stools at late night eateries in the hopes that we will channel that energy towards healthier endeavors. So as we already know, they've proposed that 24 hour eateries be closed by midnight. So when this was first reported and I guess after the shock dissipated, we reached out to nutritionist uh, Gu Chui Hong to find out what she thought of this proposal. I think the problem with midnight stacking or whatever time snacking is um, the fact that it's additional calories which you don't normally need. It's not so much of the timing of the snacking. And on top of that, I think uh, very often when people have all these midnight snacks, they go to the hawker centres or, or the dessert places um, and you have like an abundance of choice. And because uh, it's available, then people just consume it. It's actually more of a lifestyle choice. Some people, you know, they, they, they start their their day later. So it's difficult. If you close it too early, then these people may find, okay, they don't have a choice um, to, you know, find food outside. Then that becomes a problem also. I think what's more important is to make healthy food available rather than just shutting it per se. So it's, it's giving people choice, but it's giving people healthy choices, I think. That is more important. We can educate, but sometimes you see, <laughs> maybe Malaysians are a lazy bunch where we just want it to be just available, you know, just readily available. We won't do our own um, food preparation. Um, it, it takes a lot more to push them to <laughs> to do more themselves. So um, a little bit of help from maybe the eateries themselves, if the food available is the only healthy option, then it makes it a little bit easier for the general public to eat healthy. Well, that was nutritionist Gu Chui Hong sharing her thoughts on the effectiveness of uh, the early closure closures of eateries. But, you know, I I can see, uh, to some degree, where the health ministry is coming from. It's almost a direct correlation. So eateries close earlier. Uh, Malaysians just don't have the option of late night snacking and consuming all those unnecessary calories. It'll force us to be more thoughtful about what we eat in that if you get hungry at night, you have to look into your own you know, kitchen perhaps just to figure out, well, hopefully this it contains some healthy option rather than the sort of the grease-laden but delicious mama mi goreng. Yeah, I see in my pantry, I think there's just indomie goreng. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unsurprisingly, the proposal was 
met with quite the backlash from Malaysians who kind of love their 2am te, te tarik, right? Uh, now, to be fair, they've had uh, many good reasons to be against this decision. Many people who work late go to these places for a quick and convenient dinner yeah. uh, because who wants to be thinking about cooking dinner at 11pm after a really long day at work? Yeah. Uh, also, what about those people who work night shifts? Uh, where are they going to get their food from? I mean... There are plenty of questions. And let's not forget there's the whole football mama phenomenon. Oh, yes. I mean, that, that, that tiny little thing where games, you know, kick off at 11 p.m., 1 a.m., 3 a.m. Correct. And also because not everyone has access to, uh, you know, watching, you know, I mean, Pakatan's promises aside. <laughs> It's not like you can watch the EPL anywhere. I mean, so Malaysians, uh, you know, we've had this culture of watching football, uh, other sports events at Mama. And, you know, access is one thing, but also, man, it's a great sense of community, right? When you're watching football with like, you know, 70 other people and gorging on a roti bomb. Yeah, well, all in all, it feels like this is a very much a surface-level a surface level solution. And ultimately, early closure of eateries is not going to do much in helping Malaysians shed some pounds, as we heard earlier from uh, the nutritionists. Uh, it's all about, I guess, education and awareness as a primary option. But the question is, where do we go from here? What would encourage you to eat healthily? Is the early closure of mamas really the way to go? Call in and tell us what you think on Talk Back today. The question is, should mamas be closed early to help Malaysians lose weight. Our lines are open 03-771-09000. WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Our first call of the day is Richard. Hi, Richard. Hi. Uh, good evening, guys. Good, good evening. evening. Uh, I, I, I think our government always have these shortcut uh, answers to, to everything that is a problem. Um, basically, I think all these, all these late, late night snacks and whatnot, it's, it's our way of life. It's a nation. You know, we, we like to go out, we like to have a data ray, we have to chit-chat, you know, especially the young, young people. If you shut them down, where are they going to go? I mean, that's, that's one thing. But coming back to, to, to the, the obesity, is, is cutting down and shutting them out is not going to solve the problem. I think we need to go back to the basics of education from young, uh, educating the families, educating the, 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 the moms and dads, you know. Uh, that is the way. Um, and sad to say, or oh, what is a blessing, our Malaysian food is just too good. It's just too good, <laughs> isn't it? Just too delicious. My, 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 my roommate, for example, is from Kelantan. Every time we go back to Kelantan, we have nine, uh, at least seven to nine, nine meals a day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're in trouble once you head there. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm five feet six. I, I still weigh, uh, you know, uh, 63 kg. I'm still okay, you know. Um, <laughs> well, well, yeah, well Richard, I mean, just the question that I want to ask is that, you know, I, I can hear your point of view and I'm empathetic towards it. But, you know, I, I think we're trying to find ways in which we can sort of nudge Malaysians uh, towards a healthier lifestyle. I think if Malaysians were healthier in their eating habits, that maybe the, the eat, they wouldn't be forced to close these eateries as a direct uh, option. What would you like to see happen so that, uh, you know, they can keep these eateries open, but also... Um, I guess promote a healthy lifestyle. What do you think would actually work? No, like I said, it, it, we must go back to, to, to the basic, to the education. From, from primary school, we've got to teach the kids, look, what, what is a healthy diet, you know? Uh, keep them busy, keep them, keep, keep them uh, fit, you know? Uh, um, you look at the school sometimes, some of the terms of lessons they do. Uh, how much time do they spend on the field now? You know, how yeah, much time do they spend on outside? Yeah. See, when I was young, I'm, I'm in my 60s, when I was young, we spent a lot of time running around. You know, uh, today the kids, they don't, they don't run around anymore. They, just, they are more, uh, uh, you know, couch potato than us. So, so I think that is the, the, the answer. We have to go back to them and, and, and you know, teach them from young. And, and the, obviously the, the, the nutrition food, uh, you know, what's good and what's bad. 
that's part of all the education that we have to put into them, you know. Well, uh, Richard, next time you head over to Clanton, go easy on the meals. Thank you very much for calling in. Uh, of course, you know, it's it's one of those interesting scenarios, right? Like where um, it's it's all about exercise. And, and, yeah. and I think, you know, Richard's, Richard comes from the generation where in school um, it was all about, I guess, the, um, the activities and the, the, the focus on physical education as well. And, and I think that's something that we have kind of let go of a little bit in our education system as well. Exercise in moderation. I mean, if you take a look at Twitter and WhatsApp, our, our Malaysians have very cunning ways to circumvent problems, right? Um, That's what we're <laughs> good at. Daniel Arif tweets, no problem if E3's close early. I just whip up a Nutella French toast at home for supper. <laughs> <laughs> at Abrasive Cat says, who says I can't buy all the mama food my unhealthy heart desires beforehand? Right, um, and then uh, on on WhatsApp, someone tweets going salad at midnight, and Tan Kang Ming tweets true. No, wait, that's the answer to our movie quiz. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> All right, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand zero one eight seven eight nine. Uh, sorry, <laughs> to WhatsApp us is zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we're asking you: Will early closures of late night eateries or your favorite mama stall will actually make us healthier? Uh, Jivan is next on the line. Hi, Jivan. Hi, good evening, guys. Good evening. Okay, uh, closing it at 12 o'clock is actually happening in Subangjaya, if you notice. I haven't uh, noticed. Uh, what's, what's happening over there? Is it just the... Oh, the mamas are closing at 12. And, and what's, was that a uh, city council move? Uh, what prompted yes. that? Uh, city council moves uh, because we are spending too much time at the mama. Right, there's a lot of delicious food in Subang, though. Yeah, but they, they also they actually targeted for the, the younger generation. But let's put it this way. Uh, the adults, I, we all hang around in the mama. Mm-hmm. All right? So closing it at 12 o'clock doesn't make a difference because we moved to PJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all That's about circumnavigating the, the solution here. Yeah. Now, now you do that, the child or the adult is further from the house at 3 o'clock in the morning watching football. Okay. So it doesn't work. The other thing here is we've got really good food. I've been around and nobody beats Malaysian food. Yes? Agreed. Okay. Uh, don't go far. Okay, seven years ago, the quality of food at the mama shop was a lot better. Now, they cut, they cut costs and we go factor. Change the quality of food at the stalls, at the shops, at the mama shops. All right. Thank you very much, Jivan, for your suggestion. I mean, there. I agree with that. Th- there is a point to that, but of course, sometimes you don't get actual genuine Indomie. Sometimes you don't get actual genuine Milo. Oh, really? Yeah. Aren't you just diluting it, or just you know putting an extra packet of something just to make it a little bit more delicious? Sometimes you well, get the generic malt oh, drink. Oh no! Yes, that's yes. right. That's right. Tastes a little bit funny. All right. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. It's Tom Bat. We're asking you: Will the early closure of late night eateries make us healthier? Tom Bat returns after these messages on BFM eighty nine point nine. Time for the four T's: tweet, text, talk. Talk back on BFM 89.9. Well, the early closure of late night eateries make us healthier. You can call us at 0377109000. And by us, it's Uma and Ezra on the evening edition. Uh, Talk back continues as uh, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, how to respond to uh, that report by the health journal, The Lancet. Uh, Malaysians have been ranked the most obese nation in Asia. Uh, Uma, you've seen uh, those uh, Time magazine Instagram yeah. posts of, of the young girl 
well. She's just surrounded um, by all of that food that she's Correct. consuming in a weekend. You know, it's a it's a it's a very beautiful photo, but it's also such a concerning. Uh, Three uh, Malaysians were featured. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 when I saw the first one, I was like, oh, I, I, that's all the exposure I think we need. No, and here's the thing, right? I think it is a mindset that is not necessarily going to change with the closure of Mamaks. I think it is a middle class. Um, Problem. It is a problem of, of, of abundance. Yeah. We, we live in a generation where food is so easily accessible. Um, I don't think... You close the mama at midnight, so what? I will go to a 24-hour uh, supermarket and buy fizzy soft drinks well, and you, you, ice cream you, you, and sure potato thing, chips. The thing is, you know, I, I can't see this move happening. It's so close to GE14. I just, just can't see it oh. quite happening yet. No, I mean, you want the <laughs> Penang vote, right? 0377109000 will, will the early closure of late night eateries or mamas make us healthier? Jamil has been patiently waiting on the line. Hi, Jamil. Hi, hi, how are you? Uh, we're good. So t- tell us, do you have a problem with uh, these late-night eateries? I mean, do you think it'll make a difference to, I guess, take us off that uh, top ranking of the most obese nation in, in Asia? Uh, I really don't. I mean, uh, I just think for people like me with, like, really high metabolism, I think it's kind of dis- discrimination against us because, <laughs> you know, I don't, really don't have a problem at all with eating every two hours. And I don't know why they should deprive me of of my Maggie Gore Mama. And, you know, uh, oftentimes at midnight, suddenly my tummy's growling and I need to go down and get some food and there's nothing in the fridge. And so, well, that's the convenient option, isn't it? Well, so here's the thing, uh, which... it, it, it deprives you of choice. And I think that's the big problem that you're highlighting because we should have the ability to choose whether we want to be... Um, unhealthy (laughs) yeah exactly and i mean if you choose to be healthy then just order a te o kosong at the mama there's no problem with that right so 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 jamil would you be open to you know mama stalls having um healthier options and and do you think you know that mama stalls would even consider that option do you think that's that's something that's gonna pick up steam well i think i mean it's it's gaining steam isn't it like these healthy options like if you go to, uh, you know, KLCC, a uh, bunch of uh, smoothie places sprouting right, out of course. Uh, in the Crown Valley. So I think there's something there, but, you know, whether or not these mama operators are aware of that, uh, I don't know. All right, Jamil, thank you very much for calling in. And, uh, yeah. You know what it is? It's not as well just the selection of unhealthy food that you remove, right? Yeah. It's, it's cheap food. It is a surprise. You know, that's the problem because there there are other places that are open 24 hours. I mean, there are fast food joints that are open 24 hours. There are, but but they're not cheap. They're not as cheap as a Maggie Goring from a from a mama place, which is filling. It's satisfying. It's tasty. Mm. And at the lowest again, exactly. Goring's get. Oh man, I'm so hungry. It's six twenty, <laughs> and but you're depriving uh, you're depriving individuals of access to cheap food um, in 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 an economy where cost of living is so high. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. You know, I, I would, you know, when I do go to uh, a late night eatery, yeah, um, I, I I do enjoy. I mean, I have a salad. Look, I, I do enjoy a migoreng as much as the next person, but I do like to be tempted by a healthy option, even though I might regret it twenty minutes after that. But I, I would like every now and then to be pushed to say, Ezra, 
you need to take the healthier option on this particular evening, uh, simply because I think a lot of uh, you, I think you, you're always going to either have nasi um, goreng, you can even have matose, um, you can have you know all of these delicious meals, but it just feels unhealthy. And I'm wondering for those who just want that option, and then we don't have to close these eateries. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we've got George who texted in saying, uh, a craving is a craving. Closing eateries will not solve the problem. Unhealthy habits have to be handled by help from sources that can address the spirit part of man. Okay, we've been going on about for, we've been going on this for about 20 minutes. Nobody said, yeah, we got to close this down. If you're Everyone's somebody, against it. Yeah, if you're somebody who thinks that, yeah, we definitely need to close uh, these uh, mama stalls and these late night eateries, uh, call us at 0377109000. Carol is next on the line. Hi, Carol. Carol, you're on the air. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, do call us back at 0377109000. Paul is next on the line. Hi, Paul. Hello, hi. Hi. You're on the air. Tell us what do you think. I mean, do you think this is actually going to make us healthier, or do you see a different strategy that should be in place? No, no, man. Closing down mama is not going to help anything, man. I mean, it's, it's a culture. We grew up around it, you know. Honestly, shutting down, what, what are people going to do? So, I mean, rather than, you know, I mean, keeping people away from mama by, by closing it off, why, why not just terminate the, trend, um, the the football game? You know, just don't transmit it, then nobody's going to go anywhere. Wow, you're just going on some extreme propositions here. Um, so, so <laughs> you know, it just sounds to me like, you know, shutting, up, shutting down uh, mama's store is quite extreme for me. And, and, can I imagine my life without it? And, and so, so what do you enjoy most about, um, I guess, having access to late night eateries? Is it because you actually frequent it, or do you just like to have the idea of choice, or that it's there? That it's there. What, what do you think it is? It's, it's there. It's for the convenience. You know, you can hang out with your friend. Where do you want to go? My wife. Okay, fine. Which one? You know, it's always there. You know, there's, um, yeah. Yeah, well, well, thank you very much for your call. Um, you know, um, we've had a, we've had a bunch of people echo that sentiment, right? I mean, like you said, it's right. It's almost a whole bunch of libertarians calling in at talk back. What's going on here? It's almost hundred percent of people saying that we shouldn't do it. April just WhatsApped in saying, "No, early closures of mamaks won't work. It's like promoting abstinence to prevent STDs. It doesn't work. Wah. We need to promote Wah. healthy eating among Malaysians." Wah. Suddenly, we're all about comprehensive sex education. <laughs> Suddenly, I know. I know. Um, here's another. Here's another WhatsApp. Uh, while I don't. Have have the numbers i bet sales of packed food biscuits cakes cereals drinks is more than mamas please reduce those first as you can easily control food manufacturers tax them if over the limit uh, then use the tax revenue to subsidize health food to bring the cost down slowly we will get used to the healthy taste in mama and all the others will just adjust to suit to our new this is a real libertarian argument to suit to our new taste i still remember the ministry did try to reduce the sugar content of soft drinks but made a u-turn after given a taste test it feels like we're a client value radio station Sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. Hey, you know what else we haven't mentioned? Mm-hmm. Tourism, man. I mean, imagine all of those lonely planet guides that are going to need to get rewritten when, you know, Ooh. that whole paragraph on Malaysia being an absolute paradise. You can eat at all oh, hours. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it's the one thing that, you know, gives us that edge against Singapore, right? And now we're just going to throw it away because of what? Health? Come on. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Rachel has been waiting patiently on the line. Hi, Rachel. Uh, not so patient, not so after, patient all. after all. Sorry, Rachel. Do call us at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Of course, you can WhatsApp us at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, so here's what I'm trying to, you know, hope for. Like, I, I, I think you can have the best of both worlds. I yes. think to eat more delicious 
roti nutella and you know all, all the different permutations of okay. our, our late night food. I think there needs to be a push towards the health and exercise thing, especially you know and these crucial areas, right? When you're a college kid, uh, if you're working, even especially in your early days. So just to to have that discipline, that's what I'm concerned about. That we don't have that attitude towards exercise and sport. Yes, that's uh, not you just just your eyes were just rolling no, at, at no, the no, idea no, no, of sport. No, 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 no. I'm just, just saying <laughs> it's no. I don't know if it's not been a part of our culture. I don't know if you remember right? Even back when we were kids, mm. there was always there were always those ads on TV encouraging people to bersenam and do these things. Right? <laughs> do you remember those ads? Well, Rakan Muda. <laughs> no, well, not just Rakan Muda, but they were like PSAs and stuff. Yeah. So there's always been an active effort to get people to exercise. But I go back to this idea of abundance and this and this uh, growing middle class. And, and how we have all these new luxuries and we get caught up with it, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and which isn't to say that the smartphone or the Netflix or all of this stuff is bad. It's just that we get caught up with it and we lose track of what is moderate. Well, the most obese nation in Asia is not moderate, Uma Pagan Pagan. We're going to move on to our next caller. Ben is on the line. Hi, Ben. Hi, good evening, guys. Good evening. Uh, tell us what do you think about this issue of mama stalls. Uh, I think it's a good initiative, but I think they're putting it in the wrong way. I think closing the mama shops will not solve the issue. Uh, I have one suggestion. Uh, Go on. Maybe they can put like, uh, you know, uh, what we have on the secret uh, cartoons, you know, the, the boxes. Oh, some visual imagery to frighten yeah, 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 yeah. the wow. customer. Okay, so yeah. what kind of image do you think would uh, you know, provoke a response? Uh, something like obese people who are really you know, obese and put some pictures of this. On the mama shops, mm. they must. When you order something, you have a subconscious mind to say, "Hey, be careful what you're ordering." Oh. I think as an idea, the idea needs to be fine tuned. I think it's not the worst idea I've heard. That's pretty. That's pretty decent. But I think what you want is you want people to be aware of of to be health conscious, right? Yeah, and uh, another one. I think uh, they, they they should also look at what actually they are serving. And, and they, uh, this is more on the enforcement side. Making sure that uh, everything else is above board. I, I see what you're saying, Ben. Thank you very much. We're going to uh, rush off to our final caller before the 6.30 news. Roy is on the line. Roy, very quickly, uh, we have a little bit of time. Tell us what do you think uh, should be done. Hey, good evening, guys. Good evening. Uh, basically, for me, it's all about uh, individual discipline and practicing things in moderation. Uh, you, you will have these mamas all over the place. Not just mamas, but like you said, 24-hour um, eateries and all that, right? But you can't stop them from operating. Um, and they'll, they'll, they'll fight it till the end. So it's all down to uh, oneself to practice discipline. So tell yourself, don't, don't go. And uh, if you want to, you have to work it off the next day, you know. Roy, um, you sound you sound to me, Roy, just like a, a man with full full of discipline. I mean, but if you had to sort of give in to your cravings at the Mama Sol itself, I mean, what, what would it be? What would it be? Um, probably a nasi lemak. That discipline just went out the window real quick. <laughs> no, but but like I said, you know, I mean, um, you can you can spoil yourself. Um, that's fine. But then you have to do, remind yourself the next day, discipline that, um, you know, the night before I did this. So today I'm going to put in um, double effort to to shut off that that weight. 
Fair point. Thank you very much, Roy. And uh, yeah, you know, it's it's about moderation. It's something that we've been mentioning uh, throughout the past thirty minutes. Uh, Talkback continues after the six thirty news. We're asking you the question: Will the early closure of late night eateries, your favorite mama stall, actually make us healthier? You can call us at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. We'll speak to you right after the six thirty news on BFM eighty nine point nine. Psst, you there? Open your mouth and. Talk! It's Talkback Time on BFM 89.9. It's Uma and Ezra. It's Talkback. Let me just check. Yep, the mics are on, Uma. Uh, we're going to take a look at Talkback. And the question we've been asking this evening is, will the early closure of late-night eateries and mamat stalls uh, make us healthier? Uh, once again, 3 Seven seven one zero nine thousand. Uh, I tell you, of all the things that we talk about on yeah. the show, the moment we start uh, even asking the question of closing our mama stalls, mm. oh, the phone lines they just go off the hook. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, we've got we've got tons. Of, Let's go through that uh, first. Messages and WhatsApps, you know. So uh, uh, Ivy Josiah tweeted in saying the roti chana is three hundred and two calories, McDonald's burger three hundred and eighty calories. Go figure. Close down fast food outlets. Mm. You know, I mean, it's a really good argument. We 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 seem to just pick and choose, right? Um, you know, um, if you want, uh, um, <clears throat> if you want to close, the, if you want to send a message, close the shopping malls by eight p.m. Except for the fruit section of the market. Oh, all right, right all right. Uh, we've got Iqbal who says, why don't we work towards imposing a night surcharge so that oh. after certain hours, oh. makan is a bit more expensive. Ouchies. That could work, right? Could or work, signages in the mama after hours to tell people uh, the bad, ha- you know, what, what's bad about eating late. So that's in line with what the other caller said about uh, images, like what happens on cigarette packets. That's quite interesting yeah, as well. I right. mean, do you want to look like this guy? He ate all the pie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's precisely what you want to avoid. Uh, we have one caller who doesn't seem to be enjoying himself or herself. Uh, he says, can't think of any topic more boring than this. Can't we talk about investments, savings or other money making topics? Oh, well, I mean, well, you no, absolutely can, can do that. We can, but I urge you to call in because the, I think as of 2014, there was a statistic about the mama industry contributing 8 billion ringgit oh. to the Malaysian economy. So, uh, this is a very important conversation because if you close it down for 8 hours a night, how yeah. much of an impact is that going to have on foreign workers, on our economy, on our workforce, a whole bunch of stuff. I haven't been paying attention, but it's so boring that, I mean, you know, just, you know who knows what you're talking about. Don't but fall asleep, Ezra. 0377109000. L has been waiting on the line. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Tell us what you think about uh, this issue. I mean, most Malaysians thus far have been calling in are very protective of their mama stall. Do you feel the same? a quandary. I mean, mama... <laughs> I love this. This is the first time somebody you know what, I'm going through an existential moment right now. A bit yeah, of a quandary. You know, I mean, they don't exactly hold the monopoly on unhealthy food. This is true. That is true. I, I don't know why they are targeted and, you know, not not the other outlets. And furthermore, I, I honestly think that Malaysians, you know, we are coddled. You know, we are told what to eat, what not to eat, when to eat, how to eat. I mean, seriously... We can make the decision to be healthy or not. And I think the way to combat obesity would be, you know, why why not regulate uh, gym fees, for example? Oh. That is, you know, or, or, or find ways, uh, you know, for Malaysians to afford things like that. 
rather than clamping down on their eating styles. I mean, seriously, I don't want to not be able to eat my roti banjir at 2 o'clock in the morning if I want to. I mean... <laughs> so, so much for so, the existential uh, crisis. Al, I mean, no, do, do, I mean when you mentioned roti banjir, even my eyes lit up. I was like, oof. Seriously, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, you know... Yeah. 2 a.m. and I've got nowhere to eat, yeah. and you know, and people are suggesting that we hike up prices. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's not the way to go. That's that's depressing, really. This is 2018. I want some. Good You're 2018 news. in Malaysia. You deserve that roti banjir at 2 a.m. That's what that's what I'm hearing. Al, thank you so much uh, for calling in. I mean, that that's, the passion that's, that the Malaysians it's have. It's an impassioned plea. Uh, don't you dare raise the price of the roti banjir and don't you dare take away that roti banjir. You can pry it from my cold, dead hands, you right? Know, you know, the amount of you know libertarian values that Malaysians have, if only this extended to other social issues, oh, right? Like, I mean, you know, corruption. <laughs> no, who knows? Uh, uh, you know, we don't have this much of passion in our callers when we're talking about corruption, I have to say. Oh. Uh, so Nadia has messaged in with a really, really good point. Yeah, go, go, go. BFM, so many callers saying it's okay to eat unhealthy as long as you work it off. This is highly misleading as good nutrition is crucial in maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Instead, Ari Mamak stalls, it should be mandatory to display nutrition information like a calorie count, vitamins, etc. so people can make informed choices. Right. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I think a lot of people are using uh, this app where you sort of put in the, uh, the, the type of food that you're about to consume. My fitness pal. That's right. A lot of people sort of do that and, and punch that in and sort of make... I guess less than evil decisions uh, in in one of those situations, right? Maybe, maybe. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Uh, tweet us at BFM Radio. You can WhatsApp us at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Aslan is next on the line. Hi, Aslan. Hi. How are you? We're doing okay. Uh, we're, we're getting a lot of passionate calls about uh, mama culture. Uh, I, I want to know what's on your mind on this issue. Um, in my mind, I think it's such a stupid thing to do because. Mamak is our culture, you know. It's, it's the only place that you can come in 24-7. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who work night shifts, uh, who need food at night, and they can't get food from other places except for Mamak. And you're trying to close it off. So what happens to those people who can't buy? Plus, it's, uh, like I said, it's our culture. And you want to take it out of our culture. It's kind of sad, you know. It's... So, but but, but Aslan, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but so, what do you think about trying to put the health in this conversation? How do we propose a solution where you know it gives people, um, I guess, the choice? But I think we also want to encourage people to to eat healthily and to to exercise. I mean, these are two areas where the awareness and the education that's required isn't where it should be. Um, I think the, a lot of people have said that education is is key. But I, I do agree with that. But at the same time, um, you do have to go outside. And a lot of people now, nowadays, especially kids, are so into, you know, like playing with your phones, their tablets, just watch TV. And I, I was listening to this one guy, Richard, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. saying that back then, uh, you know, people were playing out, outdoors all yeah. the time, running around. So I think we're missing that with our kids nowadays uh, and, and everybody actually. Like, I'm 27 and I'm still going out a lot, but at the, at the same time, I still like uh, sit down, watch TV and whatnot, but I regulate myself so that I do exercise all the time. All right, Aslan, uh, make sure you regulate and eat in moderation. Thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, so you know we have that Twitter poll, will Malaysians be healthier oh, with we? early mama closures? Mm-hmm. Uh, What's 40, the numbers? 48% say no way. 
Okay. 17% say of course oh. and 35% say it will kill our culture which is in line with what Aslan was saying. Well, 17% said that we should close these eateries? 17%. So, 17% folks, call in at 03-771-09000. Make your case on air because you're being demolished by these libertarians who feel that we need the choice. Jimmy, says, Jimmy says don't cause a mama spring. Closing early is non-negotiable. I I think that is the first threat of a riot we've ever had over (laughs) the closing down of a mama. All right. uh, Kieran is next on the line. Hi, Kieran. Hi. Tell us what you think about this. Um, I think we should leave the mamas alone, so I'm a libertarian as well. Um, Very good. Because because after I do my morning walk or jog or run, I want to go to the mama to have my half-boiled eggs, and that's fine. That's protein. So it's Mm -hmm. not all bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But my view, and I personally tried to lose some weight over the last few weeks in December, and what were my issues was in firstly time, and secondly, opportunity, as in venue. Yeah. So um, in terms of venue, we do not have enough open spaces. There was no place for me to go jogging safely. Right. Um, I, I remember going up in Klang, you have uh, the former old stadium, which is now Padang Sultan Sulaiman, and that's mm-hmm. a fantastic venue, so it has a track and you can run. But I don't think we have enough of those facilities, so... Where do you go to to burn off those 900 calories? Yeah, I, I would like government to do something about that. No, you're right, especially with uh, a lot of these, um, you know, parks that and, and, and a lot of these residents association fighting for these parks yeah. to stay open because, you know, a plot of land has been uh, given some sort of designation and therefore it allows the opportunity for apartments to come up. I mean, it's, it's these kinds of battles that you're referring to, I think. Yeah, it's those kind of things. Noble social responsibility. Again, I want to take my girls with me. But the playgrounds are literally broken glass. So I'm ending up being stressed out and screaming at them, don't go to the playground, don't play right. glass. So, you know, firstly, we need to be socially responsible. We need to understand that it's a shared facility on the government's part. Please, come on, guys, give us more open spaces. We have land in Malaysia. We do not have an issue with land. Yeah? Um, and on the other hand, um, as a top-down approach, you know, just to, as you can hear, I work in an MNC, as a top-down approach. Right. What you can do is limit the number of amount of sugar in Ribena and drinks like this and things like that. So we can actually reduce it. And I think there were some studies somewhere that showed, you know, our drinks are more sugary compared to the rest of the world. And there is a difference in the number of uh, teaspoons, tablespoons of sugars in this drink. Wait, hang on, hang on. So, Kevin, what do we do with uh, Milo Ice Dinosaur, for example? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're raising some really difficult questions here. That's, that's your choice. You don't have Milo Ice Dinosaur all the time. You don't have it in vending machines in schools and things like that. So what, where we can regulate, and certainly in certain areas like in terms for children, because the child obesity rate is also up, and now UPSR is no longer UPSR, and it's called something else, I can't remember, but they're also measuring the health, you know, the health of children and obesity rate. So let's do something for the kids in school maybe, you know, uh, in terms of what is being served in the canteens. I know they're doing some work now, but I think I still see lighty cans and things like that in the vending machine. Right, yeah. So do what we can. Don't say, oh, it's all hopeless, let's all just say obese. Milo Ice Dinosaur is fine, it's nothing wrong with it. The mama is okay. If you eat the nasi lemak bungkus with the hard boiled it's actually okay, you know, it's fine. But just don't spamba everything and, and eat that every day and well, that will be very good. Thank you very much, Karen. The most optimistic. Don't need ten of them. Yeah, basically. Right. The most optimistic libertarian, uh, you know, spring to the defense of the Milo Ice dinosaur. Terrific stuff. We've got Alan, who's WhatsApp, uh, WhatsApp saying, since I don't have access to Astro, I watch football at Mama with Aiswam. Uh-huh. Don't see any problem with it. Uh, government <laughs> just making Astro richer. Thus, I am disappointed. 
<laughs> we have um, uh, we have a, another listener who's WhatsApp and saying, if the health minister wants Malaysians to eat more healthily, the government should stop taxing the milk fat in real foods like butter, milk, and cheese to uh, encourage the removal of milk fat and substitution with palm oil. Mm. It's not a coincidence that it's poor Malaysians who can't afford to buy real milk, butter, and cheese who suffer from the most health problems. They are also the ones who can't afford the cost of healthcare. Well, there you go, uh, folks. We've got another 15 minutes of Top Bank. Uh, call us at 0377109000. We're asking, will the early closure of late-night eateries or mama stalls make us healthier? Tell us what you think on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. It's Tom back with Uma and Ezra, 0377109000. Of course, WhatsApp us at 018789889 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uma, we've got loads of texts and oh. tweets and messages. Banya. Um, Daniel Chua says, I don't agree with all these control of food outlets. Come on, Malaysians are a beast because lacking exercise. Look at Singapore. They have similar food, good food and environment. Okay, Daniel, I don't know. It's good food. Let's just say similar food. Uh, also, they have a 24-hour fast food and mama, so what? We should promote healthy lifestyle, more exercise, encourage sports, subsidize sports equipment, free yoga, swimming class, better than giving brim or subsidizing sugar. That's Daniel Chua. Uh, we need to solve traffic congestion, improve public transportation as a way to make Malaysians healthier instead of blaming the mamaks. Um, uh, in my, uh, in my, in <laughs> you're enjoying this. I, I am so much. Uh, Chan is actually uh, texting in from Penang. Oh, uh, in my own listening to us on the BFM app, I imagine. Yes. Available on Apple's App Store and on Google Play. Very nice. Uh, in my humble opinion, the choice should be given to the individual. Please do not be a nanny state. I would like to suggest that the Mama Stall restaurant have more healthy options, uh, vegetarian food, juices, more salad type of choices. Then it's up to us to choose. Then they can also be made compulsory to display the calorie of the food they serve, as well as the health risk of eating unhealthily, similar to the cigarette packing. But please be less horrific. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll, I'll chime in on the messages. I just got a message from my doctor. My favorite at the mama is Murtaba, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> so, 0377109000. We're asking, will the early closure of late-night eateries make us healthier? Uh, Victor, our caller, is on the line. Hi, Victor. Hi. The longest wait ever I had on this talkback. Oh, well, a lot I mean, of calls, I mean, Victor. There, there's a lot of people who have yeah. a lot of strong opinions, Victor. I mean, you, you know this. Yeah. Yeah, they show that the That's a fair point, Victor. Thank you very much for waiting so patiently. Uh, we always look forward to hearing from you. Moving on to our next caller, Aziz is on the line. Hi, Aziz. Hello. Tell us what you think. Hello. Hello. Yes, yeah. you're on okay. the air, Aziz. Uh, tell us what okay, you think. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were talking about obesity. The problem with obesity is very simple. In my own experience, it's sure. Just, you just have a, no sugar and 
little carbohydrate. Take some rice, drink uh, sugarless drinks, coffee, or without sugar, black, really black coffee. Then you are okay. Yeah. You can reduce weight, you cannot be obese. But closing <laughs> this uh, eatery is once, once in a while you want to get to get some, you know, rewards, so to speak, you know. And uh, for, for me, you know, for me, you know, when all else fails, during sahur, mm -hmm. I go to Mama's store for my sahur. You know, yes, during Ramadan. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So and I think uh, you cannot control people like that, you know. Yeah, and, and, and so, uh, you know, just going on that other side of the equation, do you think that, you know, our attitude towards exercise and eating uh, eating healthily, like you said, you know, without sugar and, and, and sort of keeping control on the carbohydrates, do you think that's something that we need to be a little bit more aware of? Yes, I think that it's more important. Let's give these people this awareness. Because I do myself, I, I stop taking sugar and take some uh, small portion of Carbohydrates in this in this end. What, was that and difficult uh, to do? My weight went down in two months. My weight went down for two kilos. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Without 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 uh, proper ed exercise, it's just the normal normal walking in the shopping mall and going to office and like that. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I get you. All right, Aziz, thank you very much for calling in. You know, I mean, that's what he's saying. Reduce the the carbs. Uh, you know, take a little less sugar. I mean, that's two kilos gone just from. Walking around to your next movie at the, at the shopping mall. I know, right? I met my favorite. This is, a, this is a WhatsApp, by the way. I met my favorite mama place for uh, more for the free high-speed Wi-Fi than anything else. The food and drinks are just optional side benefits. If I cannot help myself, uh, don't blame others for your inability to control yourself. This is akin to people blaming others for making them commit crimes because they say they were enticed. Um, I think it's important to note we we should uh, talk about uh, uh, an important point raised by the Malaysian Indian uh, Indian Muslim Congress. You know? Oh, right. You know, Do you tell? If you close down the midnight mamaks, it, 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 it doesn't give young people a safe place to hang out okay. and it may encourage kalwat. What? Yes. Oh, I see. So why, why, why is the health minister encouraging kalwat? Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're gonna, I, I see uh, the, that perspective, I guess. We're going to move on to our next caller. Uh, Mokta is on the line. Now, Mokta, my producers tell me that uh, your question is that uh, why people are awake at 2 a.m. And I guess that's, uh, in fact, the health issue that should be addressed. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. The, uh, without looking at the... Uh, why, why on earth you want to stay awake 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning? It's a football. I think I, it, it I, might be the football. I, I, I don't know. No, no, uh, football either Saturday or Sunday. Then Tuesday, there is no football. Wednesday, Thursday, there is no football. <laughs> I don't know, Champions League, <laughs> FA Cup in the December winter <laughs> schedule. You never know. You never know. I, I don't see any point of, of doing this. Either you are a student or a working, working person, you have to wake up early in the morning. Can you tell me if you sleep 3, 4 o'clock? How are you going to perform your job the next morning? But Mokta, how about for, for all those folks who work late night shifts? You know, we, we how, live in a 24-hour society. Some people have do businesses with... How many, how many, how many, how many other... in the society working late shifts? I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people, Mokta. I think a lot of people work different uh, to serve different time zones. We live in a globalized I, I society I, now. I don't think if you need to eat at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, why don't have bread, cheese or milk or whatever, small, small food inside your house? Well, it's not as delicious as a, as, as a roti cheese. I, that's that's, that's the point. Looking at health issues, most of these mama stores cooking the food at 11 o'clock in the morning, you walk in 7 o'clock in the same food sitting there. Uh, do you do any exercise, Mokhtar? Sorry? Do you yes, do any yes, exercise? Yes. And what sort of exercise do you do? I, I walk a lot. I, I walk, I swim. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and what's your favorite meal at the mama store? 
I never go there. You never go, go there? there. Wow. Oh. Only from front to time, maybe one or two road to Chennai, that's all. Oh, okay. So the road to Chennai is where you draw the line. That's my kryptonite. Yes. Okay, yes. fair enough. Thank you very much for calling in, Mokhtar. Appreciate your thoughts. I mean, you know, I mean, he has a point that yeah. you, know, you could limit yourself to a little bit of bread, <laughs> but, but spread also, the butter, a little kaya. <laughs> You had to throw in the kayala. Oh, I mean, just, but no, but also underneath I mean, the cheese. That's the know. question, top right? Of the cheese. I don't Whether know. you are, it's a chicken and egg situation. You know, is the mama open because you want it? Are you going to the mama just because it's open? Hmm. These are these are real philosophical and existential questions that we may not be able to answer in the limited time that we have. What? <laughs> just you think that we can't address this? I mean, we've got a huge range of range of there's healthcare to be considered. There are jobs on the line. The economy. The economy is on the line. Uh, we had a caller who tweeted in saying that the last minister who actually proposed this lost the 2008 election and went to jail, and then <laughs> that, and then he not, followed it up. He followed that's it up by not saying true. he followed what? it up by saying. And I was like, and I was thinking to myself, well, I think he went to jail for, for other reasons. reasons. It may have right. to do with corruption, not actually the mamaks. Well, I mean, this has been uh, interesting to say the least. Um, our next caller is Jay. Hi, Jay. Hi. Tell us what do you think about this controversial issue of closing late night eateries, Jay? Okay, well, uh, being a former smoker myself, I can say that those gruesome pictures and all that really don't work. <laughs> oh, and now you're going to translate this argument towards some of the suggestions that were made by previous callers that you might want to provoke them some images to, to prevent them from eating that delicious mama mi goreng. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think it comes down to the individual and their own willpower and all that. Maybe one uh, thing that the mama stores can do is provide more healthy options. Like, if I'm not mistaken, until... Uh, very recently, they had uh, they didn't have this option of Nescafe C or Tasty, you know, yes. right. where where they use an alternative to condensed milk, which is a healthier option for those who want sugarless, uh, you know, options and all that. So, with that, they can also like provide maybe like with their nasi champo, maybe uh, brown rice along with white rice. Oh, oof. nasi champo uh, with brown rice. I mean, I, I see where you're going here. It's a scary yeah, and reality if you that. Order your roti you can order brown bread instead of white bread. Is this an episode of Black Mirror that you're talking about? <laughs> what is this dystopian future that you speak of? Quinoa biryani? Oh, stop, Uma. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, some things that I would like to see at the mama store when I want to, you know, lead a healthy lifestyle. Even uh, these days when I go out to my colleague, uh, to the, with my colleague to the mama store, we order a nasi goreng and we always have to share one whole nasi goreng. Good strategy. It's so big. So, you know, they can even like regulate their portions maybe. But yeah, I really don't think they should close down early. Thank you very much, Jay. All right. Well, you know, we just got a whole bunch of uh, very quick WhatsApps, but let's go to our final caller. Jess is on the line. Hi, Jess. You're the final caller of the day. Tell us, uh, what do you think about this issue? Hi. Hi. You're on the air. Tell us what do you think very quickly. Okay. Basically, I just wanted to say that if they want to close down the mama because of health reasons, mm-hmm. which is basically like what Jay said, it all boils down to willpower. You know, it's an individual preference. Mm-hmm. You don't close it down just because... We adults cannot think what we should eat or what we should not do after midnight. So right. Put it down if it's un- if it's clean. Because I have been with Mama. It is you know I've seen Mamas which are horrible. Close it down because of that reason. Not I mean don't treat us like 
kids, you know, we don't want to be a nanny nation where we're going to have the government completely <laughs> taken care of, telling us what we should do and trying to take away this temptation, so-called temptation, by closing it down. Don't do it because of that. That just shows that they do not trust. Thank you very much, uh, Just. Thank you. That, that's a great way to end uh, the segment. Uh, Uma, some texts and messages. Very quickly, uh, this talk makes me want to go to Mama. That's the last WhatsApp we received. <laughs> and I think we should end uh, with this from um, Harris, who tweets in saying, Mama is our right, not a privilege. Wow. Wow. I mean, suddenly everything comes to right, right? They're just they're, all of our political views are put aside for this one. Uh, well, I guess we're very united on this front, I think, safe to say. Next time on Talk we're going to be talking about corruption. Let's see how impassioned you people are about that. All right. Uh, 7 o'clock news is coming up right after this on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9. The Business Station.